Fast snacks, fast food, fast reviews. Snack Masters Inc., a podcast served to you in 30 minutes or less. Snack Masters Incorporated. Snack Masters. Snack Masters. You'll be snacking with the Snack Masters. Snack Masters. Hello and welcome to Snack Masters Incorporated. I'm Dooner, here with the man that one in ten millennials hopes they can grow up as... <laughs> it's Idaho's own MSG. MSG, since you started doing this show, what are some trends that you've noticed in the snack food aisle? One of the things we've talked about, and maybe it's just because I've sort of bypassed all the standard, really common stuff, but I think I've noticed a lot more push towards really bold flavors, a lot of heavier spices. Um, definitely, uh, I see a lot more geared towards uh, healthy. I, I just It makes me think back to when I was a kid where they had like sugar pop cereal and, and things that were just blatantly sugary and sweet and things like that. And it's it's definitely moved more towards uh, listing the ingredients that aren't in there, you know, no GMOs, uh, gluten-free, dairy-free, things like that. Uh, a lot more. Great. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just, oh. I did, I didn't, we didn't need like a two-minute interlude here. I want to go into the article. Just wanted you to throw out like a couple, <laughs> a couple things. Um, but you hit it. You hit it. You got, you got it. I just want to explain to you why I just did that rude move. <laughs> They're just going on and on. I'm like, well, this guy, shut up. I got to get to the article. (laughs) All right. Well, there's a reason for that, MSG. Like most businesses, Snack Food also has a number of conferences. The most recent of which was Snacks Po 18. Yeah. Yeah. So it was March 12th to the 14th in Atlanta. There was a keynote speech there by Sally Lyons Wyatt. She is the executive vice president at Information Resources Incorporated. And she was talking about the different categories that snackers tend to buy in. And she identified three separate and distinct categories that she said that all snack producers have to cater to. The four basic consumer categories that she said were health and wellness, permissible indulgence, indulgence and treating. <laughs> there only three? Wait, what? Hold on a second. Health and wellness, permissible. Oh, okay. So I'm reading this from from an article, and here is why you should use an Oxford comma journalist, because it says health and wellness, comma, permissible indulgence, comma, indulgence, no comma, and treating. However, it intends for indulgence and treating to be separated. So they put an Oxford comma there. I would know that. Otherwise, it's like, is health and wellness the one that they want separated? Or is because they didn't put a comma there? That's frustrating. Right? You're an Oxford comma guy? I, absolutely. Yeah, you have to write. It's completely logical. Like, what's the argument mm-hmm. to not use it? Because you're a jerk who doesn't like to communicate properly. (laughs) All right. So what are these things? Let's define them. She says that, well, the wellness segment consists of inherently healthy products, such as those with specific nutritional benefits. Permissible indulgences include decadent snacks that also have an added health benefit or an unhealthy attribute removed, such as cookies with added fiber or an otherwise indulgent snack with reduced sodium. Indulgent snacks are those fully loaded favorites and treating includes uh, chocolate, candy, and gums gums yeah uh, i don't think they mean like dentures or anything i think they mean like i don't know like sugar gums like who's like oh no i know but i didn't know 
chewing gum was considered a snack. Do people know. still chew gum with sugar in it, like other than little kids. Like I think once you get like a cavity or two, you're like, oh, this this was not a good idea. I should switch to <laughs> sugar-free gum. Yeah, playing you're taking your teeth's life in your own hands chewing sugar gum. Maniacs. <laughs> you ever see an eighty-year-old dude like put a wad of big league chew in his mouth? No, you haven't because he doesn't have any teeth. That guy. <laughs> well, they must sell to somebody, right? They're still in the store and they still have great shelf positioning. But uh, so she says, when examining the top ten categories, snacking is looking up compared with last year when only a few of them had experienced growth. This year, six out of the top ten categories drove both dollar and unit sales upward, including potato chips and tortilla chips. Oh, man, I'm really to cheat day. I'm really going to treat myself. I'm going to piece of gum. Who says that? What? what? Yeah. When they put stuff like that, it just confuses you, doesn't it? Like You don't even focus on the other part of it. You're just, you're just trying to wrap your head around gum. When it comes to types of snacks consumers are choosing, lifestyle remains the biggest driver. However, lifestyles are complicated as Americans work towards protecting the art of multitasking and snacking purposefully. Hmm. Okay. Is that like when you're eating at your desk a snack, but you really look invested in an Excel spreadsheet or something so no one bothers you? You're like, hey, look, I'm working hard over here. But some things are seeing high gains in, and we're starting to see these in the stores. For example, products with claims such as high protein or organic are gaining ground with a 40% increase in sales while the rest of that category declined. Cookie category. This is another weird one. With claims such as extra energy, saw an increase of 17%. Have you come across any caffeine cookies or cookies saying they're going to give you extra energy? I don't think I've seen those yet. No, I, I haven't noticed anything like that. Maybe they're, I don't know what they're talking about there. Okay. Well, the, the one thing that's, that seems to be a driver though, in, in all of these changes, and it's been mentioned there, you hear it all the time, is millennials. <laughs> Consumers 18 to 24 regularly snack, so there's, there's nothing different or unique about them in that regard. But what is different or unique is that sales on items that are catering to those interests are naturally way up. So things like non-GMO, organic, added protein, focusing on the protein that's in the product. Big brands are taking taking notice because that's what gets talked about at these conferences. And it's funny too, because these, these trends change. Remember, everything was just fat-free for a while. Yeah, you can look it up. They even put out those chips that were fat-free that was giving everyone the runs. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm obviously misinformed, but... Uh... And I think it's a good thing. Are, are some of these trends and label transparencies and big brands are taking notice, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I, I'm distracted by this, this one thought I keep having. I must have lost my invite to Snacksbo in the mail. Do they not know this, the, the scope of our practice? Are we... How could they, were we intentionally left out? How do they not know who we are? I would have loved to have gone to Snackspo and we could have even done a live podcast from there. Maybe next year, right? We'll, we'll get the word out to them and we'll, uh, we'll do it live. You know, they know who we are. You can tell at these expos when someone, when the, that's where they all get the idea to like put out the hot candy all at the same time or uh, sriracha. We're all doing sriracha this year, guys. <laughs> but one thing that I also noticed when I was, I was in the health food aisle was it really aligned with this millennial buying category, two of the items that I got. The first one I'm going to do, and I've started, I've started to see them about six months ago. And now I'm not just seeing them in the grocery store, but I'm seeing them in like places like Panera Bread and at cafeterias and in hospitals, places such as that. So what I got, though, was these organic chickpea puffs. They're called hip peas in the name itself, right? I mean, it can kind of tell you who they're trying to who they're trying to get with that bohemian barbecue flavor. <laughs> I bet there was uh, a lot of these on the flight to a fire fest. You remember that thing? <laughs> the- Speaking of Twitter scandals. Oof. Ja Rule had a big part in that for whatever reason. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, USDA organic, three grams of fiber, four grams of protein. 
bunch of little circles on here just touting gluten-free, kosher, vegan, non-GMO, no artificial preservatives, no big allergens, corn-free, no MSG. But design-wise, they do this. They, they separate this really nice visually. So it just doesn't look like a cluster of things being circle, like being thrown at you. Uh, hippies, we don't follow the rest of the snack pack. We go our own way. We think taste good and do good can be in the same sentence. And we like totally love snacks. Uh, anything else here? Where are they from? Santa Monica, California. I think they still may be independent. Mm-hmm. This is a one ounce bag. You got four servings, 130 calories, five grams of fat, four grams of protein, uh, three grams of sugar. Let me give these hippies a bite. Hmm, interesting. So I'm smelling the bag and it does ki- it does smell barbecue saucy. It smells more like a dry rub. I think initially it might turn off less adventurous people because barbecue without a sweet scent to it kind of tastes, I don't know, smells a bit like, like dried dog food. Not rank like that, but it's just like, <laughs> I think you're just kind of expecting a stronger sweet smell. It, t- it smells a bit like a, mm. like a McRib. <laughs> These are like cheese curls. That's the, the thing, but they're made out of chickpeas. A main ingredient, organic chickpea, organic rice flour tapioca. Let me bite into it. Let's see if they got some crunch. That's definitely, that definitely registers on the scale. Hmm. Yeah, it kind of breaks out into these hard shards that are spitting out of my mouth as like crumbs on my microphone. This flavor, man. You know, I had another flavor of chickpeas before, so I'm not going to totally kill them here because I think that this may be a flavor thing combined with the consistency because these these really aren't that good. The Bohemian barbecue, what they can say is mashy. It's, it's almost like dog bony. <coughs> I think a lot of people buying these would, I mean, I think you're either going to love them or you might not get too far in the bag right off the bat, <laughs> at least with this flavor, because I think if you like regular cheese curls, you're going to put this in your mouth and it's really not going to hit your expectations. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like it's too... It needs some sweetness like barbecue. So it's, it's way it's way too dry of a flavor. And there's a, there's a decent amount of the seasoning on here too, which uh, really works against it. I wouldn't get these again. And I, I don't want to totally hate on hippies because I do like what they do. I did like the ranch flavor I had. And that was definitely like a 6.5 or a 7. But the barbecue, unfortunately, mm, this is like a 4. Sad to say. Mm. A similar one that I saw. This is a newer brand, but I'll jump into that because it'll be like this will be like our millennial snack pack. These are Our Little Rebellion, born in Liberty, New York, protein crisps, hot buffalo, front of the bag, gluten-free, never ever fried, non-GMO verified, plant-based protein. So these might be even vegan too, are they? Uh, These are made out of soy protein, tapioca, soy fiber, and then some natural seasoning type of stuff. 80 calories per serving, 2.5 grams of fat, no sugar, 10 grams of protein. Who says protein is just for hardcore athletes? We love the way protein makes us feel strong, powerful, and healthy. Jeez. What's in here? <laughs> but we're not into bland. <laughs> we're not into bland bars and powdery messes. Can our tasty, crispy snacks have protein too? Now, things like this have been out for a while, well over ten years. But they were usually sold exclusively in GNC and stores that catered to bodybuilders, people who really look at or really concerned about their macros because they have to fit in large amounts of protein in a rather small window. And 10 grams of protein for this type of chip is is solid. Mm-hmm. I hope these are good. Going to give it a shot right now. The crisp itself is covered in an orangey an orangey crust. What is this made of? I said soy. It's a little it's a little bubbly. It's not like a pop chip. A pop chip is popcorn, but it's about the same size and relative shape but a little bit flatter. Let's give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. Mega crunchy. Mm-hmm. Mm. They definitely taste health foody. 
I think that's a byproduct of the soy protein. There's only so much you can do with it. I feel like when you get the flavor off soy a lot of times, it then has like that really blase base. It's not a bad base. It's just like, yeah, now I taste unflavored soy. <laughs> the hot buffalo seasoning, yeah, they're a little dry. I mean, this doesn't taste like Frank Frank's Red Hot. It's, uh, I mean, it's hot, but it could be hot anything. It doesn't necessarily, it doesn't have that signature Frank's Red Hot Buffalo sauce. It's not as good as like a Ruffles or something. <laughs> you could definitely diet with these MSG because you're not, you're really not going to want to eat too many. They're just, they're really like, they're, they're surprisingly dry. You know, like sometimes you eat a protein bar and it's just, it's drier than anything you've ever ate. <laughs> or at least much, it takes you a while to eat it because it's so dry. Like this too. This is just, it's a bit of a paste on my tongue. And look, like, I yeah. It's not necessarily fair to put this up against like a Ruffles or something, but that's where they're trying to categorize themselves. Compared to other protein chips, I've had like the Quest Bar ones. Are these better? Uh, no. I mean, they still have the same limitations that soy brings to them. This hot buffalo is not very strong either. And unfortunately, these particular snacks are coming really hard at the millennials. But uh, yeah, not hit me. Not hit me. And it's unfortunate because I wanted to like these, but I think it's going to be a struggle to finish the bag out. A lot like the hip piece, this is just going to be... Um, I don't know. I mean, it does have 10 grams of protein. So instead of a protein bar, I can I can separate these out into little baggies and maybe do that by, and look at it that way. But as a chip, as a snack, gosh, as well as a regular snack, if you're not dieting at all, I give it a two. If you are dieting, eh, about a five. Well, I went in a completely different direction. I didn't, I didn't dive into what the millennials are eating. I kind of stuck with the spring theme for this and it was kind of challenging because that was my task was to, you know, look for, you know, things that I associated with spring or said spring on the package. And it was actually really hard. I don't know. I've never really, again, paid attention to what spring snacks are and, and stuff like that. I know it's a period of new growth and green and all that stuff, but surprisingly difficult to find. What I did find was the spring Oreos. Oh, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. And I'm not going to, you know, belabor it. It's the same standard stuff as a regular Oreo. Uh, they even say that it's... Um, it is it always say always made with real cocoa and what you've got here is just we've got here's a regular oreo except you know one side of the cookie is the the oreo with the stars or flowers on it on the other side there's different designs and it says this one has a kind of a sun sort of looking thing on it and it says shine on i think they've made several different patterns for the flip side of the cookie they've dyed the uh, cream filling yellow and it's a brighter yellow almost like a highlighter sort of yellow if that makes sense. Other than that, not much difference. I'm going to go ahead and bite into one just to make sure they haven't changed anything up or thrown a curveball at us here. But um, yeah, just as expected. It's they didn't do anything other than add a little bit of dye to the, the Oreo, so you'd almost expect sort of a, a hint of lemon or something like that based on the coloring, but it's it's not there. Just a regular good old Oreo. Um, still the the the. Uh, top notch as far as I can say. And it has, it says it has four, four fun spring designs. So yeah, just a regular Oreo. They're trying to branch out a little bit and hit it as seasonal. And you know, it's, it is what it is. They're decorative. So you, I guess you'd put them out to celebrate a spring. I think they did the same thing with the winter Oreo too. They, they gave it a red dye. And that when I was at the store today, cause I almost got the winter ones last time and I almost got the spring ones today. But I remember noticing on the winter ones that it said same great Oreo taste, just the red color. And these ones were same great Oreo taste. Just with green, I already know what an Oreo tastes like. So I had to call an, uh, an audible on the Oreo. I was hoping it would be like mint or something like a grasshopper, you know? Uh, no dice. The other thing I picked up, and it really was exciting to me when I saw these, just because 
it's one of the the only thing I saw in the entire store after wandering around like uh, uh, some creepy loiterer. Um, were these? Uh, I don't know if you have these. Are loft house cookies? Do you guys have those there? Uh, no, no, never even heard of it. Oh wow! So these are a packaged brand. Let's see where they're from. They're out of Oak Brook, Illinois, and they're pretty common. They're in the usually in the bakery section. They're not packaged by the rest of the cookies and stuff. But uh, real quick, two cookies. You get 190 calories, 11 grams of fat, and two grams protein, 21 grams carbs. So what you've got here is these little shortbread cookies. Um, they're made in a peanut and tree nut free facility. Uh, they say they make every day festive. I haven't had the these particular ones. Usually they have like some, uh, the loft house are just round cookies with different like uh, pink or yellow icing, sometimes some sprinkles on them. And I've noticed they go really fast in my house. So what they've got here is a little six, pe- six petal kind of daisy shape uh, with stripes of white frosting um, across the top. I'm looking at the picture that you had sent me mm-hmm. of these Luft House cookies, spring blend. And these are like the antithesis of what a millennial would buy. These are like the old, these are like an old person snack for sure. They're in, uh, they're in like one of the, the bakery, mm-hmm. the, one of those cellophane bakery type cookie arrays where there's 12 different cookies. It has a little label on it, but it's clear for the most part. Oh yeah. It's got, yeah, they're, they're sugar cookies, right? Are they, what are they shaped like butterflies, flowers? What do we got yeah, here? They're flowers, like a, like say like a daisy or something like that. And they've got sprinkles on the top, different colors you know green pink and yellow to go with the spring season they're covered in a like a light purple sort of uh glitter sugar i'm uh, you know biting into one of these um wildly disappointing only because i've always kind of looked at shortbread cookies or sugar cookies as kind of a you know like just boring and not not fun they uh they're sort of a little crispy they they crumble when you if you break one in half um really not much flavor to them. You know, you can kind of taste a little bit of like a, almost a butter or a shortening, but there's really, there's no added punch or anything like that. Nothing to, to draw these to you other than just, I want some sugar and flour right now. Um, they're, they're, like I say, the loft house themselves, the regular cookies they make are soft and have frosting on them and stuff like that. So there's a little bit substance to them, but these are just, like I said, what, what you figure, you know, a really, really old person would, would enjoy. Um, I'm, I'm not that old yet. They're not doing it for me. I'm going to put these at a three, I guess. I, I probably will leave them upstairs and see if anybody else in the family wants to eat them. I'm sure just because if they're sitting out, somebody will, but no, nah, they missed the mark on these. Hey, when you were a teenager, who was your favorite band? Yeah. Current band. You can't go you can't go like back catalog. You can't go like old Beatles or something. You gotta go that was out at the time when you were like fifteen, sixteen or so. What was your favorite record when you were sixteen? Because I was sixteen, I was a senior in high school. I remember it distinctly. Uh, I really wait, you were kind of caught the wave of wait, hold on. So you were a senior when you were you can't just you can't just throw something out there like that Doogie Hauser and then just keep running. You were a senior when you were sixteen? Yeah, I just barely turned seventeen when I graduated high school. So did you skip a grade? Were you were you like super smart? Were you like a wicked smart kid in the accelerator program? Or is that like frontier style? You're all in the same like classroom like little house in the prairie like y'all guys learn at the same time how did that go how did you end up uh, jumping a grade no i tested well and actually they wanted to put me in and you know when i was little they wanted to put me in a higher grade than that but they thought you know for social development and this and that um you know i've always tested well and stuff like that so they put me uh straight into first grade when i was uh four or five whatever so um it didn't really all right band name of the record um it wasn't until I was uh, probably 
uh, hold on a sec. 16, 16 years old, for sure, um, without a doubt, was uh, Nirvana. You try my patience, witch. I really, really liked uh, um, um, Nirvana just met me where I was. So never mind. Never mind was, was your record. That was it. Uh-huh. Well, you remember back in wintertime, we were looking for the Cheetos winter ones. Remember, that was like our assignment to go out and get them. And then we both noticed that they had completely hmm. vanished from the shelves in like yeah. early February. Well, they've kind of repackaged them, or at least they think they have them. They're what I remember. And it's kind of an odd flavor for spring, but I just saw them come out now. Cheetos Sweetos Cinnamon Sugar Puffs. I had to grab them. I had to try them. I usually don't like a sweet thing like this, but I know that if I don't like it, the kids are probably going to want to give it a shot. These guys right here, they don't, uh, yeah, they don't, they don't claim any claims of uh, non-GMO or, or any of that stuff. It's Cheetos. They don't mess around with that. Maybe after a snacks bow, they'll, they'll be on that. But 160 calories, 10 grams of fat, one gram of protein. And these are, these are shaped. I don't know what they're going for with this shape. It's a circle or an oval with two squiggly lines down the middle. Then it's covered in, and it's a, it's like a fried sugar puff, covered in sugar and cinnamon. Let's give it a, let's give it a whirl. Oh, very soft. I was not expecting that to be so soft. Hmm. That's what she said. Yeah. Loudly, in a whisper. But I still heard it, and it ruined the mood. <laughs> and then that. Then that jar of peanut butter egg peanut butter cups didn't cut it anymore. And that's how I met your mother. No, it was, it was a girl before my... Not the one that I went to the symphony with and farted. Different girl. Okay, so I've had two of these now. Yeah. The, you know, I was hoping it would taste more like... What are those things that they have at Mexican restaurants as one as the dessert? You know what I'm talking about? Like the fried puffs with the cinnamon and sugar. And sometimes if you're really lucky, you'll get like fried ice cream put on top and maybe some chocolate syrup or something. Yeah. That's like what this is going for. This is something maybe like, I don't know, you'd put ice cream on or something. I'm kind of confused by it. And like my mouth is too. It's like, was this was this supposed to be a salt snack or a sugar snack? What's going on here? I Yeah, I, I wouldn't get these again. I need to uh, I need to wash these down with something. So I'm not even going to linger on these things. I kind of wish I hadn't get them. I do hope the kids like them at least. Not going to get them, uh, yeah, four out of ten. The last thing I grabbed, just real quick, I'm a huge Diet Coke guy. I've mentioned that before on the show. They've got all the different Diet Coke flavors out. I've done those on Instagram. Go on Instagram at Snackmasters Inc. on there. Follow us. Like our stuff. But we covered all these. I covered the the feisty cherry. Uh, there was, a, I believe, a lime one, blood orange, and lime blood orange cherry, and Jeez, there was, there's one more. Mango? Oh, and there was mango. The feisty cherry, I recall that being my favorite, but I'm going to give it another shot here because at the time I only had like one Lucy of each one. I only did a little bit. It was for a quick review, but let's see. Oh, this was shaking up a little bit. I just got covered in a cherry, feisty cherry Diet Coke. Oh, here, one can, zero calories, uh, nothing, 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 like 1% sodium. Hmm. You know what? Interesting. It kind of tastes like, kind of tastes like cherry Dr. Pepper, like diet cherry Dr. Pepper weird the cherry is um it's not overpowering but it's definitely there and actually it mixes nicely and it's doing me a real solid here by getting those sweetos out of my mouth the can here speaking of marketing they got in one of those slender cans that you see red bull in and other things mm-hmm. i read somewhere that these were to appeal to women because women like a uh like a longer more slender can where like a man likes a like a fat 
I don't know, chunky can? Like an oil can? Do you feel that way? Like when you see, do you have can bias? I, I remember drinking Foster's beer in that big giant can and I always felt like cool with it. You know? Yeah, but I'm talking like 12 ounces versus 12 ounces. I'm talking about like a tall skinny can or do you like do like a, do like a fatter can? How do you, do you have any bias towards it? Do you feel unmanly with a, one of these taller skinnier? A full disclosure, yeah. I, f- I think the taller, skinnier cans are a little more, for whatever reason, feminine. That actually makes me gravitate towards it. I like to I like to flaunt it. I think that's something like the millennial spirit within me. I, I, if someone's going to get angry about my feminine can, I hope that they do. <laughs> and I feel bad for them. <laughs> Love Diet Coke. This is a great addition. Gives me another option to go through. I hope they, they keep this one around for a while. I still think that I'll still lean more heavily, usually probably getting Diet Coke. But I, when I want to mix it up, I would get one of these these feisty cherry Diet Cokes. If you're a Diet Coke person, I think that this is a strong, it's like a 8.5. This is good. I'm a fan. We're Snackmasters, Inc. You can find this episode and all of our old ones at snackmastersinc.com. We're on Instagram at Snackmasters, Inc. There you can find all of our food photos, mini reviews, and videos. Speaking of videos, we've also got a YouTube channel at Snackmasters, Inc. On Twitter at Snackmasters, Inc. If you want to shout at us, you can do so. Snackmasters, Inc. at gmail.com. MSG. It was telling you how like tree fell down. This threw me into a, a blackout. I had no power for five days, but it got me thinking. During a blackout, what is usually kind of your go-to snack? What are you doing to kill time? Because when I went out of my house, my God, it was like Mad Max out there. Because <laughs> the two, two or three times around, you're out of power. So the the few, like I found a Dunkin' Donuts, which is like a madhouse on the weekend to begin with. They're throwing nobody having power and the ability to make coffee. And it was like, you know, it looked like a toilet paper line in Russia, in communist Russia in uh, 1982. Where's my toilet paper, Gorbachev? But that's what, that's what, it was, it was crazy. There's so many people there, I had to like go thinking that, you know, if I kept going down this road, there must be another place because power is restored at this point. Well, wrong. All those people were there because that was the only place. So I eventually like park on some grass somewhere. I went, I got there. And, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, my problem with this, with this, the thing was I would have, I could have used it because I kind of only was eating snacks and protein bars and stuff without power. How do you guys, do you lose power a lot out there in your area? Not not too often. When's the last time you lost power? Yeah, it, it's hard to say. It's been a few months and it was like I said in the middle of the night and you just kind of wait until it turns back on. I don't like wake up and, you know, light candles. Or- when is the first, when's the last time you lost power and had to snack through it? Oh, MSG. I can't even remember. <laughs> There's nowhere to go if you're like, yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> Were you? I, I picture in your backyard, like behind a fire, opening a can of beans and a hot dog, like on the skip of your dogs, <laughs> around you. I think that's how you picture me all the time, though. <laughs> I think. Well, I know. So why would it change when there's when there's no power? <laughs> Yeah, would would we even notice? Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Snack, Master Junior. Hit me away. Where do the turkeys live? Um, in the woods. What do they do in the woods? Some gummy beans. They eat jelly beans. Yeah. When do they come out of the woods? Yeah. When it's raining out. Why? Because they're the, they are all thirsty. Snack Master Incorporated Snack Master Snack Master You'll be snacking with the Snack 